Soy, the final frontier. I'm Comrade Britt. And I am Montgomery Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS to be continued. Our ongoing mission to seek out new episodes of Star Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go to make peace with the gold. Soy Trek the podcast is here. We're here, one happy in one half quill. And communist, unless we have a less leftist guest. I'm Britain, and we're talking, joking, farting, and shitting all about Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is red. Soy Trek, the podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek right in your ears. Hello. Howdy. How are you? I'm fantastic. My name is Comrade Britton. And I'm Pat. Welcome to the bridge. This is Soy Trek. That's the name of the podcast. That's mm-hmm. what you're listening to right now on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And you're hearing Patrick drink some Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Sweet mother's milk. Ooh, drink it right. From, and I like how, it, like, you know, these bottles just kind of look like little titties. Yeah, so they're the one liter bottles. They're the type of the big bottles that they have, like, in, um, in Eastern Asia. Mm. Uh, from what I understand, so you you can just go to the store and get a a big nice cold bottle of Pepsi, which is way better than the twenty ounce. The twenty ounce is like <clears throat> not enough. Yeah, the twenty ounce is bullshit. Twelve ounce is fine because it's like a little bev on the go, you know. But if you're a and this is probably for like a family there because like I don't think anyone can conceptualize drinking like a two liter bottle of soda. You shut your mouth. <laughs> they just be like, wait. No, they get that. That's life, brother. Is, is that be, do they want to die over there? And the answer is yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, at least <laughs> the thing, at least theirs is made out of like real sugar, not high fructose corn uh, that's syrup. That's true. That's true. And so they're going to be dying a different kind of death of diabetes specifically, <laughs> but not yeah. uh, not uh, the, the the sad kind of American diabetes. No. You also are like morbidly obese and in like a, a one of those scooter chairs. Ooh, I can't wait to have one of those. Oh, boy. Well, you're <laughs> aiming high, aren't you? Aim, I, I, aim for the stars, and sometimes you'll hit the clouds, buddy. Yeah, uh, you know what? I try to keep my keep my fantasies realistic. Hmm, that's fair. Yeah, like like uh, my, my future, uh, choking to death on my own vomit and my mobility chair inside my um, uh, micro studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a tent. I mean, it's gonna be a tent. Yeah, a tiny home if you're lucky. The yeah. one, but like a government <laughs> mandated one, not one you get to choose. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be days before anyone even notices I'm dead. No. I mean, if it's around a Thursday or Friday, I'll be there to be oh, like, sure. "Hey, Pat didn't come to the podcast." <laughs> yeah. This is like thirty years in the future. Yeah, Still. yeah, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be like the two old guys and the Muppets, oh, you yeah. know, just like doing that, just making fun of Star Trek <laughs> as we get older. When we're actually like in the years after like first contact, after we make first contact, <laughs> yeah. and it's no longer a, a fantasy, you know. Uh, so if you haven't noticed, Pat, uh, mm-hmm. we don't have ads anymore on oh. our podcasts. Oh, no nice. more ads. No more ads. No, no more, more ads. ads. 
No more books. No more books. No more books. Um, and that's because of the generous support of our Patreon givers. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. And uh, sign up there for as little as $2 a month. Uh, you can um, get brand new episodes right when they're released. You get at least one uh, special episode every mm. single week. Mm. Uh, it's usually us eating dinner, but sometimes it's other stuff. Mm. Uh, you get everything as soon as I'm done making it in high quality stereo instead of mono like those other suckers. <laughs> um, and uh yeah uh, you get all that for two dollars a more uh, a month or more uh plus uh fucking access to our discord uh plus you can also now vote every single week on the classic episode we watch the next week that's pretty fun right yeah and uh you can also not only vote on that but you can uh hit me up and recommend episodes <laughs> and if you're one of the first four people every week every saturday to hit me up with that put it on the list baby put it on the list maybe we'll review it you never know yeah. We're, we're going to do one right after this. So, I mean, not right after this, right after we record this episode. Yes. So we like to record all our episodes in a block. So we have mm -hmm. our misery nice and condensed. <laughs> um, but uh, if you give $5 a month or more on patreon.com slash dumb we mention your name and say thank you. People just like Dylan Lance, Ian Killian, Nick Savard, Jordan Hale, David Craning Sites, who we just had a wonderful podcast with. Uh, or I guess I just had a wonderful <laughs> podcast with uh, about uh, his book, A Different Trek, um, Radical Geographies of DS9. And if you haven't listened to that, I'd honestly recommend you pause this episode and go listen to that baby right now because it is out of the park. It is a great interview. David was a wonderful guest. I am a fantastic interviewer. <laughs> go check it out right now. Uh, but humble brag. Humble brag. What? what? I don't know what you're talking about. I was, <laughs> I was just spitting facts, buddy. Uh, <laughs> next, we got uh, Cappies, uh, D. Gursky, Eric and South Slope, Jormore, Tim Wilkinson, and Ethan Adams. And if you give $5 a month or sorry ten dollars a month or more you also get access to my plex server the media dungeon uh which has over sixteen thousand films i think almost 800 shows now i'm not quite sure i haven't checked that mm. one in a while it's like 750 800 i noticed you had eagle heart on there the other day i was like yes i've had that one forever uh, yeah mm. yeah i've been watching that one for i love eagle heart yeah it's it's one of the best shows ever yeah. um, oh, i didn't know if you had it or not i was like oh, there you go. i mean i have all the obscure shows on there nice. I've been trying to find a good rip of Three South. You remember that one? It was on MTV2. It's a cartoon about, like, it stars, like, Brian Posehn and some other guy. Mm, nah. It's about two guys in college. It sucks. It sucks. But I want it on my server because it's hard to find. <laughs> I mean, it's on YouTube in, like, 360p, but nah, I, don't, yeah. I don't fuck with that shit. So, uh, yeah, people uh, who get access to that are people just like Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, SFC Punk, King Penumbra, Roberto Molina, and Seven of Nine. And... We also have a third tier now with three subscribers, one more from last week. It's $20 a month, and you get monthly merch mm. from us. I would just send you a random packet of merch. The first stuff I sent out was uh, I sent uh, someone a hat, some stickers, some magnets, and a T-shirt. Second person. Just send, like, some unmarked pills. Oh, I should. I should just, yeah, send some, like, things that are, like, not legal to send. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, uh, gasoline in a flask or something like that. They're going to open up. It's going to be five pounds of weed. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> God, I wish I had access to five pounds of weed. I'd smoke all that for myself, baby. Uh, but folks uh, who give to that tier are folks just like Electric Baphomet, Joe DeVideo, and Jonah Hearn. 
so congratulations to those folks and uh joe joe video hell yeah joe doe video joe the video yeah pretty pretty yeah. close yeah i'm trying to do this studio i i kind of get that yeah. yeah i feel like you've tried to do that before I, oh yeah but, i think i tried it last time yeah i think that's kind of your thing yeah and, uh, i don't know if that's a good thing to have oh, just letting you know right now damn it. it's probably a bad thing to do i just like his name yeah me too <laughs> me too it would i mean once again you should have gone for the pop-up video yeah pop-up video joke okay. video Oh yeah, and the, kind of the it's same kind thing. of the same. Yeah, kind same, same thing. Yeah. Su su studio, mm-hmm. pop up video. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, if you want any of those tiers, if you want to explore any of that, we'd really appreciate it. All your help is so fucking helpful. Uh, it helps us pay for the show, helps us eat before the show, keeps us sustained for the show, mm. keeps us drinking liters of Diet Pepsi during the show to keep yes. up our energy for you <laughs> so we can be wild and wacky and have crazy jokes. That's why I do them cocaines for. Yeah, yeah, that's why I boof my cocaine <laughs> while we're doing the show. That's why you see me squirming in the chairs. I'm just... You, I know, just, pe- you know people are drinking Borax now? Really, I, I, but uh, yeah. So in my in my butt crack, I just uh, keep a cocaine suppository, mm, kind of like slow, not re- slow release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But kind of like Nazis kept the uh, the cyanide pill oh, in their yeah. tooth. So like anytime I'm in a really uncomfortable situation and I need some some riz, you know, I just squirm in my seat a little bit. Yeah, you just you just all. you just clench. You do that's why you do the kegels too. While you do oh, the absolutely. Yeah, you, you just kegel and then it cracks the 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 cocaine tablet and then uh-huh. you're like whoa. <laughs> yeah, then I'm just like next up, Flavor Town. Yeah, this uh, this meeting is not going well. Hey, who wants to write a screenplay? Um, we should go into business together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll draw up documents right now. Um, we've all been there, right? Yeah. We've all, we've all made a business or two. I've made a business or two. You have. Yeah. It's just a business with like five different names. It's kind of all the same thing. It's a good Tism song. Let's start a business. Let, oh, let's start a company. Yeah. It's a good, good Tism song. Yeah, yeah. Pull your mic a little closer to you. Oh. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, once again, if uh, you want any of those tiers, go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs, which stands for bullshit, but also stands for bingo skank. Bingo skank. Bazinga! Bingo skank. Uh, bingo skank. It's like a, an old lady who hangs out at the bingo hall trying to get dick. Hells yeah. Yeah, we love a bingo skank. Hopefully hopefully, I get to hang out with a, with a, bimbo, with a bingo skank before I choke to death on my own vomit in my mobility chair in the future. It's pretty grim, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm just keeping it realistic. Yeah. Like, I, like the, you know, I appreciate your... your <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) dreams are for fools. I just want a warm place to crap. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. So let's um, I don't know. Maybe let's uh, let's get into the episode here. (laughs) Let me take some antidepressants and then let's get to the episode. No, I do that in the morning. Um, So we watched uh, Strange New Worlds, season two, episode ten, Hegemony, uh, released. Yesterday? What was yesterday? I don't even know the date anymore. Uh, the, 10th. The, the 10th of August, 2023? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, it was uh, written by Henry Alonzo Myers, who we probably best know as showrunner, uh, co-showrunner of Strange New Worlds, along with, uh, along with Akiva Goldsman. And this one was directed by Maja Vervillo. Hmm. An interesting name, but uh, they—they're actually pretty accomplished in the new Star Trek world. They've um, directed two episodes of Discovery, two episodes of Picard, two episodes of Strange New Worlds, uh, including Children of the Comet, which I thought was a pretty pretty all right episode from the first season. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, let's let's jump right into this. Yeah. So we open on a captain's log from none other, uh, none other than Battelle, Pike's girlfriend, already no. already breaking. The Bechdel test. Yeah. We can't do it, folks. This this uh, every single episode of this series fails the Bechdel test. Too many men. Too many. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird because like you like I think the cast is is majority female. It is slightly, I think. Yeah, yeah. but uh, they still haven't had an episode that's like just the girls, just the girls, just the gals, girls night. <laughs> um, so. Battelle uh, is down on a Federation colony outside of Federation space, set up to look like 1950s America. It's a rehabilitation planet, <laughs> apparently only for old white people. Yeah, I, like when I saw that, like immediately maybe like you know Michael Bay movies and stuff <laughs> like you know like Armageddon. Like whenever he shows like the world in danger, it's always like some old timey town where there's like a kid like on with like a with like a with like a with a. You know the the radio flyer type. Oh like, yeah, wagon <laughs> wagon, or yeah. and they're doing like they're d- making like little like toy airplanes and stuff. I'm just like, this doesn't exist anywhere in the United States. No, and like and like this whole and like this weird like um like nostalgia town. Mm-hmm. It's like where you have like the 1950s aesthetic, but then like but you don't <laughs> have to deal with like racist police officers <laughs> yeah. and racist citizens yeah, and segre- uh, segre- segregation, segregation in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh no, it's like we got a we got our malt shops and and everything else. Everything's great. Don't don't worry about the fact there's no gay people here. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. don't worry about that. That's a coincidence. Yeah, just like well, but we got a sock hop at five, and then there's and, you know. And but don't be gay. Don't be gay at the sock don't, hop. If you're gay at the sock hop, you'll never return. Yeah. I can't tell you from where, but you'll never return. We'll, we'll, we'll beat you with 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 soap and, and socks and, <laughs> uh, and, and an abandoned corn silo. Yeah, a bunch of ro- rolls of nickels thrown into a sock. We're gonna have a sock hop of our own, if you yeah, know what I mean. We're gonna have a sock hop, and a sock hop is where he beats you. <laughs> Precisely. So, <laughs> um, so Chapel is there too on the planet because she's getting a ride to her new uh, internship or whatever, and uh, she beams back up to the Cayuga. Just then, Pike calls Battelle on the pad, and uh, she asks him how he is, and he says, "At least he's not busting in a song every ten minutes." But he is busting into his pants every 10 minutes, which is a different problem entirely. And I will say it was very smart that they got all the silly episodes for this season out of the way for this. Yeah, I mean... This this episode's kind of a downer. It was a huge downer. I mean, this one was, like, probably a bigger downer, I'd say, than, like, Best of Both Worlds as far as, like, leaving on a... um, Leaving on a cliffhanger kind of kind of episodes so and already you know, jumping ahead just a little bit but i already have a feeling like it's not gonna end well i don't think so either yeah uh, i kind of hope it doesn't end well yeah i got some theories yeah we'll get into those but um so suddenly pike loses the signal a federation ship falls out <laughs> of the sky then another 
the Gorn have arrived. <laughs> On the Enterprise Bridge, they get an emergency distress call, and uh, Pike tells them to go to aid them immediately. That's what I want to say. It's like... Like from what we've seen of the Gorn, like I think we've only seen the younglings so far. That are, yeah, we that have. Are, that are very just like monstrous. They're not uh-huh. like, and 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 it is kind of hard to like at this point, you know, put together that these are a spacefaring species. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we see their spaceship and everything, but it's I, we I think we saw like you know they, their fighters before, but it's still like we saw their spaceships. But we haven't seen an adult Gorn yet, and mm-hmm. so like it's like we see these. Things that are basically like rap the raptors from <laughs> from Jurassic Park. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't seem to have any. Or sort they're kind of in- like face huggers as well. Yeah, from Alien. they don't seem to have any sort of intelligence mm-hmm. or anything that like makes you convinces you that oh yeah no they also have spaceships. They got that lizard brain. They got they got they but they actually have superior technology to the Federation. In some they got that lizard brain just like Leatherhead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God! All they want to do is eat people and enslave them. You know, the Leatherhead's in the new um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That's what I heard. But uh. Leatherhead's Australian now. No. And the lady. N- okay. It's Lady Leatherhead. I could, I, I'm totally, I'm totally on board with Lady Leatherhead. <laughs> what should be that? Oh, uh, what's an Australian accent? Oh, good night, no. you boy. Oh, I'm old Lady Leatherhead. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> for another show. Hello, hello doll. Hello, Gaffner! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's specifically Andy Cap's wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's our... Andy, you're drinking at the pub again! I can see you consorting with those women! <laughs> oh, put it off, love. I'm just gonna have a sit on the couch right here. You spent our entire rent on hookers, Andy! <laughs> you gave me syphilis! I'm bleeding out of me freaking sme- sneeze! <laughs> a moratorium on the word minge on this podcast. Okay, bloody say minge now. <laughs> oh, I'll see how it is. <laughs> no. Uh, so on a call, April Admiral, or sorry, Admiral April uh, <coughs> notes this isn't an attack on the Federation yet uh, since it's outside their territory. Pike calls the Gorn monsters and uh, April says uh, they're not monsters and Pike's like, oh, Sometimes a monster is a monster. They're monsters. Hey, do, hey uh, do yourself a favor. Mm. Replace the word Gorn mm-hmm. with Jew. Oh! <laughs> you see how you sound? Yeah. See how you motherfucking sound now? Yeah, right? That haircut suits you pretty well now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, why do fascists have such decent haircuts? It really makes me mad. Eh, not always. You see those guys that were busted in Seattle recently? They're, 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 they're actually suing a guy for revealing their identities. That's funny. They're part of a Patriot front. And, oh, um, yuck. Um, and they, and uh, I guess somebody, uh, some hero infiltrated their um, their um, uh, their group mm-hmm. and then revealed their, uh, their identities and got them fired from their jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, um, and they released their uh, faces in the, in the newspaper, and they all have pretty bad hair. <laughs> they oh, all, bummer. Yeah, like... It's, I, I, I feel like, unfortunately, like, fascists have ruined the side part a good bit, and they've mm. ruined, like, the uh, the side head shave. 
you know there's there's a lot of like haircuts that look like inherently fascist and some of them are really cool haircuts Mm. at least on my head which sucks oh yeah yeah i remember i had that haircut for a while and everyone at work called me britler because yeah britler yeah i do remember that yeah (laughs) that was something and you have that piercing right there it's kind of like a little hitler stash yeah but i didn't have this at that time (laughs) yeah that's true yeah also, Hitler ruined that little mustache. Like, no one can have that anymore. I know, right? Like, it was a Charlie Chaplin mustache, and then yeah. Hitler appropriated it. And yeah, now, now if you were to have that little mustache, like, uh-huh. you know, you're Hitler in- instantly. Yeah, right. No matter how good of a person you are, if you have a, if you have a little tiny mustache, you're done. Oh, you need more, more slack on that, huh? More slack. More slack. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, um, the Enterprise. Oh, so uh, April says uh, the Gorn simply just have not been understood by the the Federation yet, which I kind of agree with. Yeah. Like, there's obviously some way to communicate with these creatures, yeah, to stop their aggression, like something yeah. they can come to. Clear, they they have they have warp capable speeds, and mm-hmm. they have they have they're they're te- technologically advanced. They're not mm-hmm. like dum dums. They're not they're right. not monsters. Right. <laughs> I mean, but they kind of are. At least their younglings are. Yeah. But, you know, all teenagers are monsters. You know what I'm saying? Well, look how stupid human babies are. Like, I think if, like, oh, the yeah. Gorn and, and teenagers. Yeah, and teenagers? Holy crap. Yeah. Like, if, like, like, if it was just a bunch of human teenagers, like, wandering the streets and, like, there weren't any adults around, like, it would also be mayhem. Yeah. And imagine if, yeah, if, like, if the kids that found E.T. were just a little bit older, they would have killed him. Oh, they would have. <laughs> Remember that one scene in It? Yeah. They would have done that. They would have done that. They would have done that. They would have. I'm not saying which scene, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they would have. They would have like thrown him into a quarry or something. They would have <laughs> like. They like they they. That would have been. They would have be. We would. They would be tried for intergalactic war crimes. Yeah, they <laughs> would. They would have cut him in half with a table saw. <laughs> and like fucked one half of him. Yeah. 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 They, it would it would be horrible if like the kids that found ET were just a little bit older. It would just it would be awful, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, human beings are monsters!" And I think you mean awesome. <laughs> so uh, the Enterprise comes out of warp uh, to the moon to see the Cayuga destroyed. Uh oh. Opening credits. Six minutes and thirty seconds. Good place to have opening credits, I think. Yeah. Pretty good cold open there. So. Yeah, the 1950s town was really weird, but... Yeah, yeah, the 1950s town, I was like, oh, so they just got, like... That, that's a fucking Paramount lot that they were just let... <laughs> yeah. they, they let them use for a day. It's probably usually used for fucking, like, per, per, like road 1887 to per, or road whatever. Road to perdition or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> one of those fucking... One of those, like, old-timey town shows. Like, the fucking... I don't know, one of the ones that, like, Chris Sheridan or whatever does. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but, you know, it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense than some of the other planets that we've seen, especially in TNG, where there's, like, the Scottish planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, it's like and okay. It's, and and it's, a, it's, a, it's a colony, too, set up yeah. for rehabilitation, which tells me it's a bunch of, like, guys with Gadsden flags who are like, we're going to go make 1950s America again. <laughs> we're going to go get a planet do that. Yeah. And, so, and that's why, like... Uh, you know, you see uh, uh, several people like uh, with like brown skin, but uh, uh, one of them's like ringing a bell, yeah, and then the other one is like moving a box, mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, hmm. huh, who's in charge here? <laughs> who's in charge? Here? I want to see what they look like, just just out of curiosity, you know, because this seems like 
still a decent representation of 1950s America, which is not a good thing. But also it's like, not, also it's just, it also just feels like a, you know, any town USA type Disneyland. Yeah, it does feel kind of Disneyland because they have like obviously they ha- still have some future technology there. Like mm-hmm. they're going around, they're not going around 1950s style cars. No, no, they just have like a fucking old timey barber shop with yeah. a barber in it, yeah, and like, a, like a soda a, shop, yeah, and, soda shop, a diner, uh, an old library. It kind of also looks like the town that you know uh, Back to the Future was in. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have a, a lynching square. <laughs> they have a lynching square, yeah, and and so yeah, it's just like well, okay, so you're basically just living in Disney World. Yeah, like this is, like, stop with all this nonsense thing that you're like. Re- it's Disney World for guys with Gadsden flags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Disney World for like Ultra MAGA. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, Trump's br- Trump skeleton's probably on that planet. Oh, probably. It's, it's yeah, prob- it was probably in their museum. They oh, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not even a skeleton. They preserved him like Lenin, man. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just lying in state for everyone to see. Yeah, and, and like, but like his dick is fully erect, and like. There's oh, there's a there's an American flag hanging from <laughs> yeah. it at half mast. Or it's like, which it, but, is but, but still like you can't mold, tell. The glass is molded around it, so then like the guys can just go off and just still like. Beat him off. Beat him off. Oh, oh yeah, they have a like a, a scratch and sniff section. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Trump's foreskin smells you like. You press a button and just. <laughs> like, a, like a mushroom releasing spores. <laughs> like, oh. I've heard it looks like a mushroom, so that's probably that, accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who who knows if that's true? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, that, was, that, that story was really weird. Like like uh, uh, her lawyer turned mm-hmm. out to be a complete psychopath. Yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Avenetti. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting moment in time. People were like talking about him for like presidential hopefulness for a I second. Know. Yeah. And, and I was, it and, out, and, and he turned out to be a piece I, of shit. Yeah, I get it. Like the left does need people with charisma because Riz. Yeah, like there's no Riz on the left. No Riz. No Riz. Like who's got fucking real Riz on the left? I guess like AOC has some Riz, but like not enough to sustain her being like completely politically ineffective. Yeah. Oh. Rizless. Completely Rizless. Bernie had Riz, but he's too old to Riz anymore. Yeah. He's uh too old to Riz, too old to Jizz. You got to take a you got to he's got to take a pill now to Riz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and to Jizz. Yeah. And the Jizz. Yeah. The Jizz pill. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm Rizzin' and Jizzin'. <laughs> it's I am once again asking you to let me Riz and Jizz <laughs> all in your holes and mouth. Um so pike orders for scans for life but sensors and comms are jammed by a counter frequency <coughs> from emanating from the planet Cre- so how can they scan for aren't they very far away how can they scan for life from that far um i mean they're not far away they're like right next oh that's right they're uh they're circling the moon right next to the oh, debris yeah. of the cayuga no that's right i, forgot. I thought they're in order to away. like blend in with the cayuga yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. So, uh, Pike orders with scans for life, but sensors and comms are jammed by counter frequency coming from the planet created by an interference field. Mm. Uh, suddenly, a Gorn hunter drops out of warp right next to them. A message from the Gorn comes in from Starfleet, and it's a map, which is a demarcation line of Gorn ships on their side of an unresolved and kind of unspoken <coughs> border at this point. Mm. So. It seems the Gorn are kind of like physically setting up their o- the borders of their own space <clears throat> versus mm-hmm. the Federation, and this planet is on the Gorn side of the border. Yeah, um, I mean that was a pretty stupid place to put a colony, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, like colonizing planets that aren't like part of the Federation. I guess like, yeah, it's it's difficult because like, how do you know if like no one comes to the planet for years and years? But I guess since it is like on the edge of Gorn space that they do probably know about that like Gorn are kind of near there. Yeah, I, I, I feel even near Gorn space would be, it's, you know, it's like, oh, these things need human hosts and meat. Mm-hmm. To uh, to propagate their species. Well, not human, and, like humanoid. Or, yeah, humanoid. Because they they did it in Hammer. Who's, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, like, but just, you know what I mean, just like yeah, humanoid. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Does, they need other things to like grow their species. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we're right there. Like, who's to say they won't need us? To, you know, they won't eat us at some point. And I guess you know they got their got their uh, got their answer there. <laughs> Indeed. So. In the ready room, uh, Pike hatches a plan to go find survivors on the surface of the planet. Ortegas, Mbenga, Sam Kirk, and La'on volunteer for the away team. Some others do, but they're not accepted. <laughs> Those who are, though. So, uh, Pike has a crate transported to the room, and it's full of Federation Gorn <coughs> phasers. Oh, yeah. And these are pretty cool. They're, like, goth as fuck. They're, like, mm. all black weapons. Uh, they're still, like, kind of done in the classic phaser style but they look much sleeker mm-hmm. which uh we, we love to see we'd love to see anything gothed out you know oh yeah anything in brushed black metal looks cool <laughs> as fuck um so una plots a course to get uh to the planet but it's impossible without getting into gorn's sensor range ortegas <laughs> asks about the cayuga debris and they resolve to look like space debris in order to fool the gorn mm-hmm. So Pike asks Ortegas to pilot the shuttle for the away team, saying that she's been asking to go on an away team uh, lately, and she's like, oh, why have I been doing that? Which was kind of a funny, funny soy line, yeah. I'll say. It, it kind of worked for me. Um, so when, once again, I mean, at least they include Ortegas more in this episode, but they're just giving her, like, snarky throwaway lines, which is fine. It's kind of her character, but, like, I, I want her to have some real dialogue. Well, I am kind of worried about the attention that she's getting this episode. Yeah, I'm a little worried as well. We'll yeah. we'll, t- we'll talk about that <laughs> near the end, though. So I was like, what's there is just like bringing that up because it's like I feel like they because been- I mean they gave a lot of attention to Hammer for one episode, mm-hmm. and then at, and at the end of that he died from the Gorn basically. Yes, or he actually died from jumping off a cliff. And like and then it's just like wow, you got your th- wish that you always wanted to get to go on an away team. Yeah, yeah. And you're wearing a red. <laughs> you're wearing a red shirt. Stop doing that. Time to go on your on your mission. Time to go on the away team, Ortegas. <laughs> See you never. Yeah, and then there's like a just like a grim reaper just like waving at her. There's <laughs> just a chessboard, and she's yeah. like, I don't know how to play chess. I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I just watched Seven Seal the other day, mm. or more accurately, I fell asleep during Seven oh, Seal. Oh, nice. That's a p- cool film aesthetically. Mm. Black and white films make me fall asleep, though. Yeah. yeah. That's cool that there were seven seals in it, though. Like, did they do yeah. tricks? <laughs> <laughs> they they were pretty cool. No, they just all got clubbed. Oh. No, they went to the club together. It was cool. Oh, cool. It's like cool. Night of the Roxbury, but with seals. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Um, so, <clears throat> on the bridge, Spock searches for survivors on the Cayuga, but there doesn't seem to be anything. Uh, and Una like kind of tries to talk to him about it, talking about Chapel, and he's like, "I didn't get a chance to say I'm sorry," 
and uh, she's mm-hmm. like, yo, she could still be alive, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, probably not. Yeah, uh, well, everything got blasted to shit. And, yeah. Um... <laughs> looks, like, looks like everyone's probably dead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, taking a closer look at the Cayuga, Sick Bay has been completely destroyed. So, bummer. Yeah, there's like a giant, like... It looks like it looks like a cake, and then like a giant, like a third of the cake was just cut out. Yeah, like like I smoked a lot of weed, and <laughs> went to uh, went to Kroger and bought a cake, <laughs> and like ate as much as I could, which is probably only a third of a cake. Yeah, you you started to cut it like a normal cake, and then you just like took a b- massive chunk out. <laughs> no, I, I take I I just take the cake with me to the uh, couch <laughs> and just eat it with a fork piece by piece. Oh, yeah, and so smart. it's it's all canyoned out. Like, <laughs> I just like the middle parts. The middle parts? Why? I was joking. Just because he canyoned it out. So then they just like left the ridge ridge on the outside. How dare you joke about that? <laughs> Trigger warning, people. Jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I should stop feeding you. <laughs> it's causing, causing I'm like, issues. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a gremlin. Yeah. Uh, so down on the planet... Uh, uh, Pike arrives along with his away team, uh, and they observe a beacon of sorts, which Lon identifies as Gorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps a beacon to catch people, but it appears to be emitting from uh, an interference field. I feel like I skipped an entire page here. Uh, no? Because what happened to the part where... Uh, oh, well. Uh, they also fly to the planet at some point, and uh, it, it focuses on Ortegas, and she does something she did in the war, and uh, it scares the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She she uh, she has to drop below, like I guess, like to fifteen hundred feet. Yeah. Which so it's extremely close to, to, to the be ground. below their sensors. Yeah. yeah. To be below their sensors, so mm-hmm. it's like everyone's like shitting their pants, mm-hmm. as I had just done, and um, yeah. um, and she's like, oh, "Why weren't you a test pilot?" To, to Pike and he's just like mm-hmm. uh, not anymore <laughs> yep oh and then he's like you were born for this yeah you were which born for I this. think was like maybe important yeah they, they've, they've said that she's born for this like multiple times throughout this season which means she has to die for it too <laughs> yeah I know that's all I'm just like no. like I'm, I'm gonna guess heroic sacrifice and her saying I was born for this mm-hmm so there were 5,000 people on the planet, and Lawn isn't betting on survivors. Uh, no. And then they murk a Gorn Younglin, which was pretty cool, and the phasers seemed to work just fine. Mm-hmm. Lawn says uh, that sending Gorn children down to a planet is how they soften a planet for conquering, because she's very racist against the Gorn, because once again, <laughs> she like grew up on a breeding planet, and her family was like killed by all of them. Yeah, Lawn, again. Instead of saying Gorn, say Jew. Yeah, how does that feel now? How does that feel? How does it feel? How about how about instead of saying Gorn, get this, say Augment. Mm. How does that feel to you? How about Albanian? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You're sounding a little Turkish over there, buddy. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm guessing at a country that's probably racist towards Albanians. <laughs> I don't know if the Turkish are or not. <laughs> don't quote me on that. If you're Turkish, I'm sorry. If I'm <laughs> um, <clears throat> so 
Um, the Gorn was hungry, uh, meaning that there's not much food left on the planet, which is not a good sign for survivors, because that no. means the Gorn have probably eaten everybody. Also, on this entire planet, mm -hmm. was there only one town? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was a settlement. So that that mm. was it was the first town that uh, they built on the planet. So there was no other like n uh, native life, like as in like you know animals. That there's no like space deer. No. Hmm. Interesting. I guess not. I so mean, then, then how would even like an ecosystem survive if there were no an animals? Uh, they 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 might have terraformed like a swamp area or not you know not a swamp but like mm. a a fucking a desert area or something mm. like something devoid of life. Mm. Who knows? Who knows what? There's no bugs. Like the whole the whole thing would fall apart. That's true. I mean, bugs are so important for every ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I, I figure at this point, like they they figured out like at least base level terraforming for planets with like little life on it, but yeah. like that can support it. Mm. So, I mean, they don't the, have the Genesis project yeah, yet. Yeah, on, on the Genesis project, at least that also had the... Well, like, oh, I guess that, that, was, that was for completely terraforming a planet in, yeah. like, in like a very short amount of time, yeah, though. So, I mean, I imagine, like, the terraforming process probably requires them, like, basically finding a suitable planet and then either setting off, a, like, chemical chain reactions that would probably take you know precedence of some sort of atomic bomb or something mm. like that in order to convert convert the atmosphere into enough uh nitrogen and oxygen to be sustainable for human life that would be interesting to watch to see how they do that and yeah and, I, I jerk off to that and see them bring like a noah's ark type thing where there's a whole bunch of different animals and let them go oh yeah that'd be cool yeah <laughs> that would be cool what uh i mean what what kind of animals would you bring to your planet Mm, probably just the cute ones. <laughs> I mean, those are all those are all prey, so they would run rampant and like destroy all the the the, the, the like the flora. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'd probably also bring really cute dogs and cats. So then, like, I okay, so dogs and cats, yeah, so and they're predators. They, yeah. yeah, so they would they, but so I guess they would. But evolve. they, yeah, they would evolve to be like the biggest, scariest cats and dogs you've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. So you you get you just got to bring like rodents and then like pomeranians and cats <laughs> and then like nothing will ever get bigger than anything else no and every, all the plant life dies and <laughs> you don't need big animals you'll you'll just have a lot of small plants that's true yeah and if you bring a bunch of bees and stuff maybe you can hope for bigger things mm. maybe bring a giraffe or two giraffes are cool they seem nice oh yeah yeah i would have a giraffe i fed a giraffe from hand one time yeah i'd bring giraffes and horses probably mm. i mean because those are things that i mean yeah i feel like they could overpopulate pretty easy though but like yeah yeah imagine imagine just a bunch of wild horses walking through town that'd suck they'd poop everywhere i guess they'd, there is a town like that in america where you where everyone or is it or maybe this is the world where there's no cars and they only use um horses i mean there's you know like amish towns like that in pennsylvania uh, yeah. and shit yeah Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just want to see some Noah's Ark type stuff. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Man, am I the only one that's thinking about this thing? I want to see like the the post Noah's Ark thing where like mm. uh, one of his sons sees his balls, <laughs> and then and then he because he doesn't cover up his dad's balls, like his his uh, his grandchildren are enslaved to his brother's grandchildren and shit. Mm for like 20 generations it's wild like that's how enslavement used to happen is you used to like see your dad's balls and then like 30 generations down the line you're like 
why are we working for our <laughs> uncle again? Yeah. Well, because our dad's 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 dad saw his dad's balls Damn. and didn't cover him up. And like, oh, that makes sense. I saw that my, makes I, sense. I've seen my dad's balls before. Does that mean I'm a slave to my brother's? Uh, your children will be, yeah. And guess what? I'm not having any kids. <laughs> like I said, I'm dying alone in my mobility scooter. Hell yeah. <laughs> but what if they like allow you to clone yourself and you make a clone of yourself and God, it's like a baby pat? Baby pat, but do 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 do. Baby pat, do do. What like a slave is made of my, of me against my will? Like yeah. That would be almost a capitalistic future where they're just like. To keep people working, they just like clone you and then like yeah, because I mean, you can't enslave yourself, right? Yeah, I mean just, we already do enslave ourselves. And they just they just transfer your consciousness into your new into a new um, clone body so you mm -hmm. can continue working. Yeah, and then then and you gotta spend your life paying off the price of the clone because to make a clone of yourself it probably you know costs like hundred million dollars. So everybody basically works for the corporation that does that. Yeah. You're, you're constantly paying it off like the guy in the dish pit who didn't bring enough money to pay for his food. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. You just got to constantly just be work, be paying off the, uh, paying off the price of the cologne that you didn't want in the first place. Mm -hmm. So suddenly there are multiple Gorn approaching the away team. So they hide in a barber shop as they pass. <laughs> but because they're in a barber shop, they can't help but doing a barber co shop quartet song. Oh, yeah. And also it's the nude barber. It is. So, so they just got, you know, they start to have, they have to have sex with the nude barber in order to stay there. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> well, that's what the nude barber does. That's not okay, nude barber. <laughs> you can't be doing that, nude barber. That's, uh, that, that, I mean... It seems like there's some consent missing from that entire situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's that's what you know, that's the whole premise. You go in, you have to get a blowjob from the dude barber. Have to get a blowjob. You have to get a blowjob. Well, like, I guess you don't have to. You go to the dude barber, knowing you're going to get a blowjob when you get your hair cut. Oh, what if what if he's like he just like starts to give sloppy? And you're like, no, no, just the hair, please. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, one time I went to the psychic barber and he didn't tell my future. Really? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Seriously? Was it a place called the Psychic Barber? Yeah, there's the Psychic Barber in West Seattle. And it's supposed to be like a psychic and that's a barber? That's 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 why I went in. I was thought like I need to get a, my hair cut for a wedding. And so like So I, you go to a place called the Psychic Barber. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you something, Pat. If <laughs> If they he didn't even say like I knew you no, would come into no, no, if 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 you go to a place to get a haircut that has a gimmick to sell their haircuts, they're not good at haircuts. But that's the thing. I didn't. Even <coughs> it, it just called psychic barber. Like he actually doesn't doesn't advertise that he tells your future anywhere. Yeah, except for the fucking name. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, because I went in thinking like psychic isn't the name of a place, and it's not the name of a nationality or anything no. like that. Psychic, I think, only means one thing, right? Yeah. And so, like, he's not that. He was he was a really friendly guy. He was really cool. Like, we we talked the entire time. Uh huh. About your future? Not about my future. He said he's not a psychic barber. <laughs> I know he didn't say anything about my future. He wasn't going to be like, oh, you're gonna have a great time at your brother's wedding. Uh -huh. It was just like, oh yeah, well. You know, wow, that's fun. You're from Maryland. That's cool. I like Maryland. I'm like cool. Yeah, maybe he was telling the future. <laughs> yeah. 
He hasn't been to Maryland yet. He that's, hasn't that's, been to Maryland. That's the thing. He hasn't he been was, to Maryland. He, was, he, was peering, but he, he, was he knows he likes Maryland because he's a psychic. <laughs> he was peering into my mind. He's like, oh, wow, Maryland looks really cool. Yeah. You just didn't get the plane he was on, dog. No, okay, now that you explain this to me, that dude was doing his job. You just weren't picking up what he was okay. setting down. You know what I'm saying? So he was reading my mind. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yep. Oh, and, he, and he was planning his trip to Maryland. He's like, Oh wow, I love Maryland. Yeah, see, yes, yes. See, okay, okay. Got gotcha. This guy was on. He was. He's, he's seeing his own future, but he didn't see my future. He just cut my hair and was really nice. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was fucking. He was playing 3D chess, and you were just like eating a backgammon set. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still dealing with that. Yeah. Not, all, not all the pieces are out. <laughs> I know the pieces fit. <laughs> so I yeah, watch they, them swallow down. They fit somewhere because they ain't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your fucking small intestine is just like a Rubik's cube of chess pieces at this point. <laughs> or backgammon pieces, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, but uh, that was an advertisement for the Psychic Barber. Go to Psychic Barber in West Seattle and get your yeah. haircut. Hell yeah. He'll tell his future to you. And tell him, and tell him Soy Trek sent you. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> oh, wait, no. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I love Soy Trek. I love Soy Trek. <laughs> I just read your mind. So, um, back up on the Enterprise, Ahura has a crazy theory for Pelia. And uh, she's like, oh, it's not that crazy. And Pelia's like, no, I want to hear it. I love a crazy theory. And we just love her. She's she's wonderful. That guy rocks. Yeah, yeah. he rules. That dude's totally rocks. He's totally a psychic. <laughs> so on the surface, uh, Laon says the Gorn are acting atypically. And Pike suggests instead of fighting, they try to communicate with them or reach them somehow. Sam Kirk has found a human life sign, so they go to investigate it. Um, <coughs> when doing so, uh, there's a bunch of gore everywhere, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and But they're caught in an anti-gorn trap by a crewman. Um, Who has a Scottish accent. He does have a Scottish accent, and he introduces himself as none other than Montgomery Scott. Say what? Lieutenant Junior Grade. Scotty himself. His ship and crew are all dead, but he survived by modifying a shuttle. He also shows them there are more survivors, including Batel, Pike's right. girlfriend, still alive. That's nice. That's cute. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, she says. Uh, there's, there's certain people who have plot armor. <laughs> she says they can't all fit in the shuttle. And can't Pike- all fit. I know the people fit. Oh, that's much better. That's much better. I know the people fit. That's good. And uh, Pike Pike tells her she should know that he's pretty good about fitting big things in small places. And she's like, what are you talking about? My pussy's huge. <laughs> it's cavernous. <laughs> it's like spelunking. Um, uh, no, that's, why, that's why I give your dick a little rope. <laughs> <laughs> give it a harness. Give it a harness. That's why you got to wear a harness while we fuck. He's like, woo, woo. <laughs> why do you think I keep the, the collar and leash on so I can pull you back out of there if you fall in, buddy? There's a cave-in! <laughs> <laughs> Mudslide! Oh, no, no. I'm uh, in the ass. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so he says they can't all fit in the shuttle, so they recruit Scotty to help them figure out, like, rigging the old shuttle and everything. So, 
Scotty explains his escape and the Gorn's arrival, and they postulate about the Gorn using light to swarm like locusts. Scotty built a Gorn transponder, and Pike asks if he can build another. And Scotty's like, uh, only if you have a stellar five array I can cannibalize. And yeah. Pike's like, hmm. Um. We didn't bring one, though. Uh, yeah. So, Omega heals someone, and it seems the chapel might be dead. Yeah. Yeah. By all clues, chapel dead. Yeah. Everyone up on the Cayuga did. Yeah, yeah Tegas is like, any word on chapel? Oh, last I heard, she was in Cayuga. And that place, fucked. That place is fucked. Um, so on the bridge, two more Gorn uh, hunters have arrived in warp on their side of the line. Not Federation side, but the Gorn side. So they're still holding the demarcation line. <clears throat> Uhura approaches with an idea. The signals are being blocked by a machine that can be destroyed with the debris of the Cayuga and a fart as powerful as <laughs> Pat just made. They don't have the fart, but no. they do have the debris of the Cayuga. They do. Yeah, but yeah, they're like, yeah, we, we need to go back in the past to find that man with the fart. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. We already had the time travel episode this season, so we can't do it. God, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one day, like, there's a time traveler just like, Patrick, we need you. <laughs> we have a device that only you can power. <laughs> Feed this man some beans. <laughs> beans and broccoli. Yeah, and you'll be like, already did, baby. <laughs> already did. What do you think of vegan eats? Hook me up. French fries. French fries. French fries and beans. That's what I had yesterday. Vegan Caesar salad with uh, French fries on top. Interesting. You never have that? Like hot, like piping hot French fries on top of cold salad? It's never. delicious. No. <laughs> Call it the Pat Special. <laughs> All right. It's cool. That's, cool. <laughs> That's way cool, dude. French fries on salad. French fries on salad. Swear by it. Okay. <laughs> you, everyone try that. You know what? Maybe that's what I'll make for us next week is french fries on salad. Could you? Sure. Why not? Yes. I mean, anything with sloppy sauce is going to be delish. But it's true. Uh, yeah. Damn, you went through that Diet Pepsi. I don't I don't even drink motherfucking Diet Pepsi <laughs> that fast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was really thirsty. Christ on a cross, buddy. All right. Uh, you know that won't hydrate you. <laughs> it's it's no. Diet Pepsi, baby. It's actually sucking the moisture out of my body. Oh, no. Speak. Yeah. It's it's uh, like one of the salt monsters on TOS, buddy. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, it looks it looks like a beautiful woman, but it's going to take all your fucking salt, buddy. Um, it's going to make my pee a nice, dark, nice, dark caramel color. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be coming out just as yellow Legos. <laughs> nice yellowish brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just going to be coming out as, like, individual kidney stones. <laughs> just going to be peeing here. Dink, dink, <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> Double income, no kids. Dink. <laughs> um, so, uh, we already got that. Okay, so... Uh, <coughs> We already know that they have a machine that can be destroyed uh, by the debris of the Cayuga, but they'll need to attach rockets to the saucer section of the Cayuga to bring it down to the planet to destroy it, and they'll need someone to do this manually. Mm. Spock gives a very impassioned speech about how he's the only one to do this, and he's, like, very certain of this. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's almost kind of racist the way he's so sure. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> y'all humans ain't shit and you always fuck everything up. Yeah. But guess what you got? A not human. Guess where he is? Right, motherfucker. <laughs> her. So not only can you not do this because you're, you know, inferior, but only a superior person can do this, i.e. this guy. Mm-hmm. Which is actually not a huge departure of what he actually says. Yeah. Um, like, make way, everyone. Cis white male coming through. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So, down on the planet, Pike goes to find Scotty's shuttle, and Battelle insists on going with him. Scotty, sleeping right nearby, also volunteers. Uh, back on the Cayuga, guess who wakes up? Oh, it's motherfucking Chapel. Oh, my God. Oh, she's still alive. She got that plot armor. Oh, she does got that plot armor. Um, so she <laughs> awakens and reroutes power to give herself an extra hour of life support. Uh, she goes. Uh, she sees the Enterprise in the distance and tries to signal it with a flashlight that fails, which you figure, I don't know, a couple hundred years in the future, especially on a spaceship, maybe they would have figured out, you know, uh, batteries. Yeah. Also, I think they would have, like, also figured out, like, some sort of emergency phone that would just be in the wall that could just in- contact the Enterprise. They could her- contact, like, the nearest Federation ship or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay, they got life support, but all comms, but, like, that's why you would need, like, some, some redundant system, like, some sort of, like, phone that's independent from the rest of the ship mm-hmm. that could easily that could just be like you know we have iphones now they should have a payphone in the ship they should have a payphone yeah just a, a random payphone and everyone's always like what the fuck is that for <laughs> and then when shit really goes down they're like oh fuck we should use the payphone <laughs> use the payphone who's got a who's got a quarter who's got a quarter who's got a goddamn quarter <laughs> it's 50 cents now what the fuck because that also goes to like you know when like the when the Enterprise crashes and nobody has has like any sort of like crash protection of any kind on the sh- on, on the bridge. That's true. They just, don't have seat belts or anything. Yeah, they don't, no, there's no there's no seat belts or some sort of like uh, like uh, um, protective cage they can go into or just something that to protect them from crashing into a, into a planet. And mm-hmm. yeah, and there's no like she can't just like hit a wall and there's just like some sort of communication device there. Right. But she does have a spacesuit, which is good. She does have a spacesuit, and she has a flashlight, which I thought was funny. Just like, like this, like the distance between the two ships has mm-hmm. to be like what, <laughs> like that has to God knows like hundred miles. Probably yeah, probably a maybe a hundred miles, a couple hundred miles. Yeah, I mean, and with with how she sees it, like her distance, it's it's only got to be a few miles though. Yeah, which oh, I'm surprised true. they're so close to it because it's it's in the middle of the debris, and I feel like the debris goes out for miles and miles. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard to say how. Yeah, and, and but uh, I just thought it was funny, like her using the flashlight to do uh, Morse code to it. Like, yeah, but I mean, uh, they said earlier in the episode, like uh, Pike had them like scan for that type of stuff mm. and keep scans open for that type okay, of stuff. Yeah. So, so that was actually explained pretty well. I yeah. think. All right, that had a continuity to it. I'll take I'll that. I'll forgive it. Um. So uh, she sees the Enterprise in the distance. Tries to use a flashlight. The flashlight fails. Meanwhile, Spock is attaching rockets to the Cayuga <laughs> saucer. So he's like right outside while she's trying to get some attention. Mm-hmm. All she wants is a little attention. Mm-hmm. That's that's all some people want. All she wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Well, that's what we got right here, baby. Yeah. So Chapel sees Spock, uh, but he doesn't see her. So she decides to do a spacewalk to find him. And mm-hmm. She finds the spacesuit to do it. Uh, 
So back down on the planet, uh, they find Scotty's shuttle and the tools that they need. Suddenly, a Gorn appears, but he doesn't attack, mm-hmm. making it perhaps the first peaceful encounter with the Gorn. Or is it? Or is it? We'll see. So back on the Cayuga, Chapel encounters a Gorn adult trying to escape, uh, but is uh, sees her and is too busy and just kind of ignores her. Yeah. Making perhaps the second peaceful encounter with the Gorn. <laughs> perhaps. And this is the first Gorn adult we see in the new uh, season. In the new, it is. Uh, in the new Trek. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. He looks, yeah, he just looks like a giant lizard. Yeah. The giant, giant bipedal wiz- bipedal wiz- uh, lizard. I mm-hmm. almost said wizard. <laughs> but yeah. Do you think he's bipenal as well? How many penises do you think this guy's saying? I actually don't think they have him. They have a Kalakala. Kalakala? Kalakala. They have that thing that just, I mean, they they don't have, they reproduce by laying their seeds in people, so. Right. They probably don't even have dicks. Right. Well, I mean, they have like a mouth penis, though, because they they come all their eggs out Mm. with a mouth mouth penis. That's true. Or was it scratching people, or was it biting them? Maybe it was scratching. Yeah, they got to go all zombie rules, I think. Yeah, I think a little bit, but they have zombie eggs. Oh, they're acid. They spit. They yeah. Spit it oh, they it. spit it. So they they come it. They, so they yeah. do have a mouth penis. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. They just, they, they just jerk off in their mouth and. Yeah. They just, like jerk their t- tongue off with their teeth. And yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 and they skeet. God, skeet, I, skeet, I, I wish that's how masturbation worked. I'd just be like all day every day like. Swallow it. Yeah, I'd be well hydrated, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Eating a lot of my own cum. <laughs> I mean, I already do be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to recycle it. I, I reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. And I can't reduce because I'd be making a lot of cum. Yeah, it's going to go against your Catholic faith. Right, exactly. Because, every, because ser- the, every sperm is special. Every, every, every sperm sp- is good. Yeah. And every so sperm it, is needed in your neighborhood. So you can't waste it. It has to go. It has to just go right back into your body, so it's not wasted. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Reabsorb for the Lord. That's what yeah. I say. <laughs> so um, Spock completes putting on the rockets, and it starts moving right as he's attacked by the adult Gorn, who has now escaped from the Cayuga. Chapel appears, and after a zero-gravity fight, Spock jams a piece of metal in his helmet, killing him, which is pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, this death here. It was brutal. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like, uh, he squealed as he, like, froze to death. It was, yeah, all the arrows escaped, and he's like, no, 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 no. And that's Spock going against this thing. That's why it's like, yeah, imagining, like, you know, Kirk at some point has to go against one of these fight, one of these hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. And Spock, you know, who has human, superhuman strength. <laughs> Super Vulcan strength. Super Vulcan strength. You well, know, he'd just be working out. He's, like, the only one on board who would really be working out, let's be honest. Besides maybe Mbenka. Yeah, yeah. Like, none of the ladies be working out. Like, they want to tell you La'an is, but... That act, yeah, you know, no. I mean, I, the Re- Rebecca Romaine actually seems pretty solid. I think yeah. she she probably puts in a good workout. Yeah, she probably does. She probably works out with her husband, who's pretty built. Yeah, yeah, and she probably she probably hits the gym. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely both hit the gym for being as good as they look at like fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also because they drink child blood. Yeah, I mean, all the elite do, though. Like, yeah. So pretty much every actor in Hollywood is that you see on TV is elite, even though they're only made, like, $50,000 a season. Like, it's it's super funny to know that, like, a lot of, like, actors on shows, 
literally make less than us. Yeah. It's it's like sad and weird because they're actual like public figures with like you know, lives and dreams and stuff like that and they're trying to live their dream, but like especially like with streaming and everything these days, like people don't make fucking shit yeah. on shows. And actually the struggling actor who works as a server or bartender probably makes more money as a, as a server or bartender. Oh, easy, easy. As a server or bartender in LA than um, than an actual working actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah, it's just like they start working. They're like, "Oh, this is where this is where I start to get my fame and fortune." Well, and it's and it's really just like they're spending too much money on like elite actors and elite mm-hmm. directors and stuff like that. They just <laughs> it's an upward transfer to the wealth, which is a downward transfer of poverty to the bottom Mm -hmm. and uh you know it just works the same in every way and like they could make for the price that they make like (laughs) stranger things now i'm sure like you know 10 different first seasons of a show yeah but so Stranger Things is trash anyway. Oh, it is. It, it hasn't been good since like the first season. No, and then it got really into anti-communism and then like cool. pro Reaganism. Not neat. Everyone loves Reagan. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the episode where like the season where they introduced like the one guy's sister. Like, so it's a little black girl who's mm-hmm. uh pr- very pro Reagan mm-hmm. and pro free market. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, this seems really evil. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it. Uh, Good to give a little black girl that role. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know. Yeah, 1980s Reagan, Reagan, Reagan's America. Reaganomics. So, yeah, it is. Um, so Chapel and Spock uh, make their way back towards the Enterprise in their spacesuits together. So this scene was pretty cool, but it it really like points out a big problem i think with the show in general and in a lot of star trek is problems with tension in prequels Mm. especially when we have a canon that we pretty much know is going to be abided by we know that there's absolutely no tension in the scene actually because spock and chapel do have to survive and pike knows when he dies that's why i Mm -hmm. always think like when you know I always feel like when Pike uh, volunteers to go on these very dangerous missions, it's almost like a way of ensuring everyone else survives along with him because he, he right. knows his fate. He knows he survives. Right, right. So it's like, he, like um, he, at least he survives for the next 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Which, so, I mean, at least with Pike, they kind of play around with that concept. Yeah. But like with all the other characters, we oh, know yeah. exactly how they end up for the most part, except for um, Lawn. I guess. Ortegas. Ortegas. Paella. 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 Yeah, Paella. Pelia. <laughs> Pelia? Is that how you pronounce Yeah, it's Pelia. Pelia. Just, just think like Peloton. Oh, Pel- uh, yeah. My yeah. brother does that, Peloton. Cool. Uh, one of our one of our uh, one of our folks on our Discord, one of our, our fans maybe, mm. uh, works for Peloton. It's like a background. Oh, really? Thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Not going to reveal their name, but it's a pretty. Mm. And I probably shouldn't have said the company because they always say. <laughs> Yeah. Not that company. But yeah. we have their, yeah, yeah, you know. No identifying information. Just people work for that company, believe it or There's not. There's lots of people that work for that company. Yeah, it's a big company. Yeah. Palea. 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 Well done. So, Battelle, down on the planet, reveals that the Gorn did not attack her because she's carrying Gorn eggs like Hammer. Mm-hmm. And she has less than a day before they hatch. 
So Battelle offers to get in a shuttle and martyr herself, drive it into the communications jammer thing. 9-11. Yeah, fucking 9-11, it, which would have been sick. It just shows how effective like that meth- that that is. Yeah. That they're still doing that in the future. <laughs> they're 100%. Just like, they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to drive fucking like a ship into that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, you remember old history? Have you ever heard of the tw- uh, Twin Towers? Yeah. <laughs> Building seven? We'll only see one there, and it's going down. <laughs> it's going down for real. She gets in shuttle 93. <laughs> I'm kidding, 93. 93 was the one that landed in a field, right? Or yeah, what? I think so. It's a bummer. United 93, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what were the other plane names? I don't think anyone remembers. Nah, I don't. That sucks that that's the only one that's remembered. Yeah. Well, that's because they made a movie out of it. That's true. Well, I guess they also did the... Uh, that there's also the Twin Towers movie starring Nick Cage. There is, yeah. And then um, uh, Remember Me with Robert Pattinson, where it, it, to really reveal is that he's in nine in the Twin Towers on nine eleven. Oh right, and then um, the King of Staten Island, where his dad died in nine eleven. Yeah, his dad really did die in there. I know. Yeah, just the funniest thing about him. <laughs> did, you, did you see uh, that movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No, I heard he was fine. Though. Yeah, it's really good. Like he, I, I, I've heard he's fine as long as he's playing himself and not yeah. for the entire film. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah. He's he, he's he, also supposed to be good in the Suicide Squad, I think, because mm. he gets killed immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't seen that, but Spoiler bodies alert. bodies bodies uh, was surprisingly good. Like I just put it on and ended mm. up like being very. Let the bodies bodies bodies. <laughs> let the bodies bodies bodies. <laughs> One, nothing wrong with me. Two, nothing wrong with me. Three, nothing wrong with me. <laughs> That's the funniest music video. It's one of the funniest songs. It is. It's very good. <laughs> it's like, it's the soundtrack to uh, being a angry white man. Yeah. In, in the early 2000s. No, still. Yeah, still. Yeah. Still, guys, guys play that in big trucks all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm one of them. In my Honda Civic. It's a big truck. Big truck. Big truck here to fuck. So the Cayuga crashes on the planet and destroys the signal blocker. Uh, Pike, Patel, Scotty, Chapel, and Spock are all beamed back to the Enterprise safely. Spock tries to apologize to Chapel, but she tells him there will be time later. Which there will. We know for sure because of their plot armor. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pike is yeah, overjoyed. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Pike is overjoyed to see Chapel. And they begin to uh, process, uh, begin the process to go save Battelle. And she's like, uh, "We'll need a like a, a force field up around her, yeah, and, stasis field, yeah, to, stasis field to to prevent the Gorn babies from escaping and shit." So yeah. Yeah, we'll I, see. And and Pike promises not to give up on her, which is very he's 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 such a good boyfriend. Yeah, he's a good boyfriend. He's such a good boyfriend. We love Pike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Scotty and uh, Pelea know each other and uh from class i guess because is scott uh palea says she was one of his best students who unfortunately received some of her worst grades <laughs> which is a great quote I, yeah. I i lol'd at that yeah i really like that um and uh they get started on engineering against the gorn starfleet uh up on the bridge tells them to retreat uh but they can't find the colonists having not beamed them back up yet and uh they uh spike uh, spike <laughs> spock checks to see uh if there are still people on the planet but there don't seem to be mm-hmm. and they surmise that they have in fact been beamed up 
by the Gorn. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was figured because like when I saw them beamed up, I'm like, huh? Why is their uh, transporter look green? I'm like, uh oh. Yep. Yeah, and then and Binga or Tagus and Lawn, uh, Sam, Sam, and Sam, yeah, yeah, and Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they all they're all on there. Mm -hmm. At least we know Sam survives this encounter. Yeah, because he has to get murked later. <laughs> he gets murdered later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I mean, we know Mbenga survives as well yeah, because Mbengus, he's yeah. on like the animated series, I think, and or maybe that's yeah. And uh, TOS, right? And TOS, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he definitely survives. Yeah. But Ortegas. Yeah, Ortegas and Lawn, we don't know, but they've made Lawn like, I don't know, because they kind of closed out Lawn's story. They so, did. They, and they gave her a lot of meat this season, too. Oh, it's true. And they so, let her sing her ass off. They did. They were probably like, yeah, Maybe she, that was the deal with her, right? Oh, yeah. Cause Shit. She's like, Look, my whole thing is that I'm a singer uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> not an actor, not an actor, but I sing. <laughs> <laughs> and so. If uh, before you kill me off, can you just make sure I have like an episode where I get to really show off my singing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did it. They, they did, did it for it. so. Um, Pike is caught in between the decision to retreat <laughs> or attack and try to save his people. As he's asked for orders, Pike freezes to be motherfucking continued. Say what? To be motherfucking continued. Oh, Gorn, 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 let my people go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah, it, me too. It was a pretty it was a good episode. Uh like uh there's a lot of tension. It was it was uh interesting to see like, you know, they they're fleshing out the whole Gorn thing. Mm -hmm. And that's fun. Um and yeah, I, I do feel like we're we're going to get this season's uh we're going to lose one of our our little our little people. Yeah, which one or more, I think. I think it's going to be just one. Yeah. I think it's going to be just one. Is your money on Ortegas? On? I oh, I have three. Who's your third? Pelea. Right. I mean, yeah, because they have Scotty now, they, who they could just, step into that role. Like, uh, but he she could also just be like, I think this uh, Scotty should be our new uh, engineer. Yeah. Like, but I still also think like there could she could. She sacrifice die. herself. She doesn't seem... She's used for, for such comic effect and only comic effect that, yeah. like... Unless her, de they her have, death would be meaningless. It, it would unless they had a Pelea-centric like, episode and basically hammered her. But, like, doing that a second time to a second engineer yeah. would be fucked and dumb. Yeah, that would be. But I do think she'll probably, like... Not not be with the series anymore after this. Like she's just like this is a one season type thing. But I could see her staying on for one more season, but we don't know. Um, yeah, she could. Man, next season she could be training Scotty. So let's talk about that. But, but I do let's, think let's I, what, hold yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, next season. Mm -hmm. So I'm making a prediction right now. Okay, and I don't want this to be true. Okay, strange <laughs> strange new worlds is going to be galaxy quested. Galaxy Quested. Galaxy Quested. So in the movie Galaxy Quest, mm -hmm. we know the show is canceled in the middle of a cliffhanger. Mm. Yeah, due to a lot of things, but I think this one's going to be done because of the writer's strike. I think it's going to be pushed back so much that people are going to get into other commitments, start doing other things. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah they could just go into stage <laughs> type stuff. Yeah. Because like, they're like, well, can't go into uh, this... this not going to let up on the strike at any time soon because like mm -hmm. you know they're like uh you know the studios are really fighting this so so i i don't think it's going to be necessarily because the writer's strike is so long i just think that paramount cbs is one of the 
weaker companies that stand to lose probably the most from this. Oh, yeah. And that they will, and they will have to. I mean, they already had to put fucking Prodigy on the chopping block. So, and Prodigy apparently, uh, it just came out, is about a third of the cost to make compared to something like Lower Decks per episode, Mm. which is crazy. Imagine that compared to Strange New Worlds that has, has like, you know, you have like uh, sets, you have Mm -hmm. have way more people working on it. So, yeah. Right. I mean, what like what do you think it's to make one episode of Strange New Worlds? Uh, it has to be between five to fifteen million, mm. probably somewhere around uh, nine or ten million, mm. around the same amount that it costs to make uh, per episode of Picard. Although I'm pretty sure they split the costs of seasons two and three, yeah. which is why there was some things. In it would it would be risky to yeah, just like just like yeah, I mean cancel it because it also is like the almost like the flagship you it know, is the flagship star trek show mm-hmm. it's like the star trek show right now so. right, right um but yeah i i don't i don't know i mm. i have concerns mm. and i think galaxy quest is an amazing movie and prophetic in many ways and yeah. i think we're finally going to get like a prophecy completely fulfilled and this will be a galaxy quest oh, and what's his face in that movie um What's his name? Alan Rickman? No, Tim the, Allen. the guy with the mustache. Oh. Um, Can't remember his name. He's in Moon. Mm, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell kind of looks like Sam Kirk. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I can see them. I can see. I can. I can see that being true, and I don't want it to be true. Oh, I don't want it to be true at all. Yeah. Like, I, I. 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 The opposite. Want it to be true. The only reason I'd want it to be true is so I could be right. Yeah. But. I just, I mean, I, I want to be wrong more than I want to be right in this case, which is mm-hmm. rare. It is rare, yeah. It's rare. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, I ho- I do hope all of our friends return for an, for another season. I mean, how many more episodes of this season do we have? This is what, episode seven? Excuse me? This was the finale. This was the finale? This was the finale, Patrick. Was it? I thought we were getting another episode next week. Patrick, this is literally episode 10 of this season. It is? Yeah episode 10 oh my god oh what we got a what yeah patrick what that's why i'm saying it's getting galaxy quested is because this was the last episode of the season and it's a cliffhanger oh god oh and so that's the thing yeah the way they did leave it is i didn't even realize Yeah. next next week we're reviewing the star trek porn film (laughs) do we have to yeah we do (laughs) um but um Okay, so that just that definitely changes the way I'm I'm seeing this episode now because the way that the way they also left it is you know they're going to negotiate contracts. Yeah. All the people that got beamed onto the Gorn ship probably have their contract up. Yeah. Contract yeah. up, and they're going to begin negotiating like mm-hmm. whether or not they get killed by the Gorn. Thing. Or or I mean, I mean but they can't, n- not but just killed, but also like taken away from the Enterprise because Mbenga could just be prisoner of the Gorn for a season. Uh, that's true. Or, or indefinitely. Or, and Sam Kirk could. And, and Sam Kirk exactly because yeah. we don't know their exact histories before we see mm, them again. So that's true. Yeah. Wow, that fucking sucks. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying, dog. That's why I have these fears. <laughs> That's because they left it on a cliffhanger at the end of a season that has already been pushed back because of the writer's strike. Uh. The, th- the cer- third season got approved uh, and was supposed to go into production this fall, but it is indefinitely pushed back until the writer's strike ends. Oh, wow. That's uh, definitely changing the way I'm looking at this episode. Now. Yeah. 
So oh. I thought I thought we were going to get the finale next next week. No, there's no. F- this is the finale, <laughs> Patrick. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the way that so they released two episodes in one week threw off uh, my the way I was counting these episodes. Yeah, yeah. and also it was a kind of a weird decision to make the pen, uh, penultimate episode the musical, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's, that, it's whatever. It was it was an oddly paced season. So so having talked through all this, let's talk about this season. Mm. What do you think of the season altogether? It was kind of weird. Like yeah, I agree. Like uh, the tone for the season was all over the place it was like yes. uh we had lots of like really grim episodes and like very very silly episodes there was no like no middle of the ground type star trek episode where it's just like I, it's an in, where an interesting thing happens I, I thought the most middle ground episode as as far as tone went was probably my least favorite episode of the season mm. which was the time travel episode oh that's true with lawn and kirk uh yeah. like I just thought the story sucked, but as far as the tone, they kind of got it right. Mm, um, yeah. As far as like a mix of like kind of silliness and you know like very seriousness and like leaving a gun in a kid's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ness. Uh, yeah. But you know, at the same time, like uh, the second episode, um, the courtroom episode at Astra Parasta. Uh, was fucking great. I loved that. That, yeah, was, that was probably really that was one of my favorite, if not my favorite, episode this season. Yeah. I also fucking loved the crossover episode with the Lower crossover Decks. episode was excellent. Like yeah. I thought they did a really good job pulling mm-hmm. that off. Like I thought when I heard that episode existed, I was just like, eh, it's 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 gonna be weird. And it's like, oh, no, no, it comes off well. Mm-hmm. But ooh, man, we gotta ooh, we're gonna wait till next indefinitely, indefinitely until we get this whole thing resolved, uh-huh. and that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they could just kill off Lon and Ortegas and not even bring them back at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, or, and yeah, just have Sam, like, Mbinga and Sam and just, like, Gorn Prison or something or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, who yeah, knows? Yeah, and we just get to see them maybe one episode when they get saved at the very end of the season or whatever. Yeah. And then, depending on what they want to do with Pelea, they can just be like, you know. <laughs> Leia went back to her home planet and left I, Scotty in charge. I really hope they have more of her and Scotty because I think they have good chemistry together. Yeah. Uh, uh, we haven't seen enough of it yet, but uh, I think the guy they chose for Scotty is actually pretty good. Yeah. I did think he was kind of weird. Like, he came off kind weird. of... Kind of like... Like, he's like a dude that would just, like, like, like clandestinely watch someone jerk off or something. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, as long as they never know. But as long as they never know. As long as you never know. He definitely has, as long he, as they never see the hole in the wall. <laughs> he was kind of just, kind of just like he, he's he's a little. He was a little like uh, like his eyes just seemed a little a little off to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just he just seemed like a weird little dude. But you know, who knows? We, this is only one episode, and he was in Fear I, of the Gorn. Well, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Are you saying that James Doohan, Scotty, was not a weird little dude? Because <laughs> I think he was definitely a weird little guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I think James Doohan was, was a little... He, he was very, like, uh, extroverted and, and very very happy, very jolly and just like out. At, at the same time he also had like material power at that point whereas That's we're talking where this here is lieutenant junior grade not um you know chief engineer who's probably commander yeah i think scotty yeah i mean he was he, and plus he was just like fearing for his life and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to get a good gauge on him in this but 
But I thought, I mean, he had a good accent. Is, is it Lieutenant Scott or is it Commander Scott? Uh, he's Lieutenant. Lieutenant, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, yeah, he's young Scotty. Oh, I'm talking about not this one. I'm talking oh, about, uh, I'm uh, talking about in, in, Enter, or in uh, fucking TOS. Yeah, he, I mean, he was basically, like, the third in charge. Yeah. 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 I mean, depends on Un, if Una's there or not. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see, yeah, we'll see if uh, if he takes over the engineering and the and the indefinite, <laughs> who knows if it will ever exist, uh, third season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that sucks to end it this way. I mean, it's it's cool to end it this way, except the writer's strike. But I don't, yeah. you know, when they they were done with post-production of this before the writer's strike started, so they didn't really see that coming. Yeah. Although, you know, the, the contracts were up, so... Maybe there should have been some forethought there, mm-hmm. but yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and they could just yeah just decide not to bring our friends back. Yeah, I was thinking Ortegas and Battelle were probably on the chopping block, but oh, now that yeah. you mention it, I think Laon might be as well. You're totally right on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Laon, uh, yeah, yeah. Laon, yeah, definitely Battelle. Probably. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. It's hard. It's kind of hard to kick the kick the baby gorns and yeah and ortegas because like because Alon and ortegas i think also had like their moments this season where, yeah and so it, it would it would make sense for them to like go out in a blaze of glory or something i think especially laon it would because she knows the gorn and she could like although at the same time i feel like she has to be the one to like communicate with the gorn to come o- to overcome her gorn racism yeah right yeah i could see maybe her coming back but yeah like but her needing to like come to terms with the Gorn a bit and mm-hmm. but yeah I think Ortega's probably on the chopping block but I hope not yeah that would suck same here she hasn't gotten her time to shine yet yeah she ain't got her time she, to shine just give her the the fucking ha-ha throwaway lines yeah and, and they're and yeah just like uh they gave her some little meat you know she wants I to drive more. the ship I drive the ship I pilot the ship I do the thing and yeah well wow that sucks yeah I might have to go back and rewatch that episode just like to to see it with this that lens of it being the finale. <laughs> yeah, kind of sucks, huh? Yeah, I, I I assumed that we had more episodes this season. Nope, no can do. Yeah. Well, I hope you know. I hope the studios decide to pay pay their pay everybody what they deserve. Yep. And the writer strike, you know, and and on. Like have it benefit the writers. Don't the, Galaxy the Quest this shit. Don't no. Galaxy Quest it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, like it's, it's it, you can't like kill one of your strongest uh, Star Trek franchises. Yeah, here's an idea: Galaxy Quest Love, mm. the drummer from the Roots, mm. but but like you know in the in the he, Alan he has, Rickman he has suit. Thor, he has grab, grab grab Thor's hammer. hammer. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's playing drums with. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed Thor's hammer. I got a groove, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That 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 line uh, at the end when um, Alan Rickman delivers it, but sincerely, is always, is beautiful. Always it's beautiful. makes me cry. It's, it's such it's a good beautiful. Scene. Yeah, like I fucking Alan Rickman owns that movie. Honestly, he does. everyone in that movie is good. It's a good movie. Even Tim Allen is actually very good in that yeah, movie. I know. Which I is not before, a thing was, that I say. It was before Tim Allen really went like off the rails. I think right because you know you can watch things that he's been in before that are good. You know he's you know he's good in Toy Story and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, you know, home improvement to a point. I, I I thought home improvement was really annoying to me as a kid, though. I didn't really like yeah. it. Um, but um, 
but still you can you know you can watch movies that he's been in like okay i can understand yeah, the santa claus series is fine yeah and yeah and he, and galaxy quest is amazing he does a good mm. he does a good kirk stand uh stand in yeah and um yeah like but yeah now he's a complete fucking crank yeah <laughs> well i guess that's probably a good place for us to leave it yeah yeah so Thanks for joining us, Soyagers. Yeah. Be well, travel safe, and uh, eh, go watch, uh, if you haven't yet, go watch this entire season of Strange New Worlds. I'd recommend the season overall. Yeah, I, I think it's a good season. Yeah, like, I don't think it was as good as the first season, but it was a pretty good season. No, yeah, I mean, it was, I, yeah, I I feel like it, it sacrificed, like, some good, uh, like, you know, just like, just good monster of the week type storytelling type stuff. Mm-hmm for more like you know kind of just grim dark or just like totally silly yeah but like the Klingon episode was pretty good mm-hmm. but it was very grim dark very grim dark mm-hmm. and you know this episode was very grim dark mm-hmm. but the the fucking the episode what eight the um the in the cloak of war or whatever mm-hmm. under the cloak of war yeah the grim dark. That, that was grim dark but in like a cool <laughs> ds9 way yeah. where it's like who's right it was like yeah it was it was the most um morally compromised episode of the series so far and that's why i really liked it that's right yeah that episode was very very good i Mm like that one a lot yeah the more i think about that episode the more i like that yeah that was a good episode Mm -hmm. yeah there was very there was some good standout performances in this season yeah i'd say like at least half the episodes were like good yeah to great um the other (laughs) half pretty much were all good yeah that's yeah i i I wouldn't say i mean there was like one episode that fell flat for me and that's it Mm -hmm. but then again i had the same feeling about uh the elysian kingdom on the first season (laughs) and i thought that season was bonkers good so and i liked elysian kingdom you're wrong wrong, so (laughs) it's okay it's okay to be wrong sometimes but (laughs) history will tell the tale history Um, history will prove me the victor Indeed. Well, thanks for joining us, Soyagers. Yeah. Thanks for traveling, so boys, girls, and other the beans. Hang, Hang dong, dong and shocker. shocker.